And welcome in to episode four of the Big Red Show, a Portage Indians podcast. Again, episode four here. I am here with uh, Phil. How are we doing today? Hey, Gio. Doing all right. Blessed huh. to see another episode here. Yes, we are. Uh, just as always, we'll go ahead and get this out of the way. You can follow us at uh, Big Red Show PHS on Twitter. We've started a little more interaction here. Uh, I think the NCAA tournament uh, Final Four picks helped a little bit. Sure did. Had some some people tweeting at us. So always nice to see. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so today today's show we have Spring Sports um, Preview Part 2. Uh, as they get ready to get rolling here, um, we finish our previews today with girls tennis and boys and girls track. Um, it was great to sit down with a couple of our senior girls tennis players to talk about the upcoming season. And then uh, Coach Hill sat down with us to cover boys and uh, girls track uh, as they get ready for the upcoming track season. Um, so make sure you stick around, listen to those um, two interviews. Very gracious with this time too, that Coach Hills. To yeah. talk about both both programs like that, we, we certainly appreciate Very it. Very efficient with this time too. Um, so yeah, a couple some big news here. Um, we, we try to cover everything past and current seasons. Uh, Anthony Maceo was a quarterback for the, for the mm-hmm. Portage Indians yeah. here this uh, last three years, I should say, on the varsity team. Uh, was named to the North Indiana North All Star team. Yeah, pretty big deal. So congratulations yeah. to. Mr. Maceo going on next year to play at Valparaiso right down the road. It'll be a crusader next year. We're in the brown and gold or whatever their color scheme is. Not real pretty, but. Yeah, not the prettiest colors. <laughs> did, a little, did a little digging, went back and looked. They have a nice website, and you can go back and look at some past rosters. So just go back a handful of years, some names you guys might know. Uh, in, we'll go all the way back. 2012, Joey Little was a North All-Star for us, representing Portage High School. <laughs> Uh, Rashawn Coleman in 2013, and then most recently serving as manager for the North squad was our very own Allie Reynolds in 2017. Yeah, so a pretty prestigious list. Um, I was talking to Anthony. Uh, he guess what position they have me playing, and looks like they have him listed as a wide a receiver. A wide receiver. Yeah, I noticed that too. When I was looking at the roster, but you know, like like two people are quarterbacks and 34 people are wide receivers. So I'm <laughs> sure that's how they. They get him in there. Hopefully, so. for his sake, they run a little spread offense. Exactly. Some churches. I'm sure we'll see a little bit. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people expected, uh, and I think Anthony, same thing. He'll play a lot of receiver um, at the next level, so that'll be good preparation for him. For sure. Um, and then we we talked about spring sports getting rolling here. Um, we kick off next during spring break. We you know on this first day of spring for us. That's right. Uh, today, but uh, spring break is next week. At, Mr. Morrow, how do you feel about that? Are you ready to roll? Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, not really. Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to spring break, obviously, but it's it's tough. I know for those guys and, and girls who are playing spring sports, and especially to have your first contest over spring break, it can be a little uh, lethargic almost. You know, you're out there, not going through your daily routine like like the rest of your season will be. So, but we do get going. Yeah, and, a lot uh, of people want to be part of a team. But can you make the the sacrifice to give up the spring sure. break? Yeah. Uh, you know, as a as a winter sport coach, you give up Thanksgiving break, you give up winter break, um, but you gotta love what you do. And I know a lot of these spring sport athletes do. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna pick a game of the week. 
Uh, we might get a little more interactive going forward. Maybe a little Twitter. We love the Twitter poll here. Big, yeah, big fans of the Twitter poll. Um, so maybe we'll start picking some games of the week. We'll mix in all the different spring sports, um, and we'll try to stick to home um, contests. So then we can kind of promote, uh, you know, all the super fans yeah, or, or casual uh, sport watchers come out and watch. And that way, maybe you come on the pod and give us a breakdown of our game of the week, a yeah. correspondent action. I know there are people out there, uh, Xander Walker, looking to uh, to uh, be on the pod any chance he gets. But uh, for this week, though, we're just going to pick. We're just going to we each have a game of the week, and we're we don't know each other's game of the week. Not a whole lot going on next week. There's baseball, softball. Our options are a little limited, but I'm I'm going to go with the our softball game next Wednesday. At home, kicking off the Duneland Athletic Conference season already in game number two when the softball team takes on Crown Point. So I know Crown Point, we, we kind of talked about them in our first spring sports uh, preview with the girls. and They're, they're usually pretty good and uh, a good test early in the season, I think, see where they're at. So Yeah, I think they have a freshman that hasn't played a game yet that's committed to Notre Dame, so I'm sure they'll play. Well, hey, yeah. They'll be ready to That's roll, so hopefully our girls will be too. Um, I'm actually going to pick up, pick the kickoff to all the outdoor seasons here. And uh, when our Lady Indians host the pin, Lady Kingsman in softball, I um, believe that is next Tuesday. On Tuesday, yeah. They go back-to-back yeah. back right off. So right not, off. not. I mean, hey, Coach Coach Joy is scheduling up. Find out where you stand early in the year. It's a good, good test with Penn and Crown Point to lead off the season. So those are our games of the week. We'll venture out, uh, obviously – after spring breaks over, we'll get a lot more of action going on um, game-wise. So we'll have some more competition for those sure. games of the week. First weekend of the NCAA tournaments in the books, and thus the first weekend of our contest. Pick the final four, see who can be on the yeah. pod. But, but it was what, a, a, what a weekend, huh? A lot of shrapnel here. A lot <laughs> of a lot of uh, a lot of ugly brackets going on. A lot of ripped up brackets in the hallways. Yeah. I noticed the yeah. people have thrown in the towel. They're, they're <laughs> over it. The uh, what the crazy craziest moment, craziest uh, outcome, maybe? Does anything stick in your mind? Uh, I mean, it's got to be Virginia losing losing to UMBC. It has to be right? sixteen. It has to be over a one. Didn't know we'd ever see it. In, uh, it's come it close is. quite a bit of times, but wow! To, to, just to see the way they dominated the second half. It, they lost by twenty. Yeah. Virginia lost by twenty points. Yeah, Virginia. That I think a lot of people. Uh, kind of overlooked them losing their sixth man earlier in the week. Not that you should lose to a 16 C, but right. probably their best NBA potential player. Um, and yeah, whatever. They, it won't matter. Well, I, that mattered and how well UMBC shot the ball. They, yeah, very difficult. I don't know many teams that could have beat them that day, the way they shot the ball. Um, and we get to Saturday, we get the Michigan buzzer beater. Yeah, Michigan uh, buzzer beater. Some big comebacks on Sunday. Yeah. Nevada coming back from. They were down 22. 22, yeah. That's just insane. against the two seeds. I mean, it's not like they were doing this against against the lower seeds. These right. were the underdogs coming back. Absolutely crazy. Florida State came down from 13, about six minutes to go against Xavier. Yeah. So um, makes you look forward to next weekend for sure. Although yeah. usually I feel like the Thursday Friday games are, are kind of like okay, you know, you get some, you get your uh, Cinderella team to that point. They get a week off, not, not a full week, but you get the idea, and then they kind of come out and maybe play like they're supposed to. Yeah, I mean, boring, it's, it's but... one of those where, well, and you get you, the other team's going to take you a little more seriously. You might not get overlooked. Yeah, true. They, they always warn you, you know, you want to root for the upsets, but on one and two, 
and then you're watching a 13 seed or a, right. a 12 seed play in the Sweet 16, and it's right. not pretty. Right. Um, but hopefully the, the level of basketball stays up. Saturday, um, Sunday will be good. Saturday and yeah, Sunday definitely be good. The Elite Eight should be very good. Yeah, so. I'm not upset to see the homer pick of the year. Still alive. Um, still alive, still number alive. one. Not having to play Arizona or Virginia here in the bracket is, is a miracle. Um, and now a lot of people are saying parting of the sea here for Kentucky to get to the Final Four. Still got to play the games. Every team is going to. The toughest nine seed in history, right? Kansas yeah. State on the horizon. <laughs> so every team basically is the hardest team yeah. at that particular seeding. Which leads us kind of into the, the, our, our contest. So we, we started it last show, right? Send us your final mm-hmm. four picks. Most final four picks correct. Uh, gets a little guest spot here on the show. And so a quick update. There's there's a handful of people with three. There's a handful of people with, you know, two. Uh, but we wanted to send a quick shout out to the second floor's very own Mrs. Bachman, who has Bachman all eater. four of her final four picks correct in Kentucky, Michigan, Villanova and Kansas. So she's uh, she's in good shape, but you know, we'd be remiss though to not mention one of the more pathetic final four picks from big Kenny Klassen who sent us uh, North Carolina, Arizona, who got absolutely just embarrassed uh, Villanova. They're alive. They're alive and kicking. So good for you, Kenny. And then Michigan state. Um, so, ability to beat the two three zone by the Spartan on Sunday. So if my if my math is correct, and his final his final four picks combined for three wins, and also I think he picked two teams that would probably have to vacate any wins. It come about uh, twenty twenty five. So um, good effort. You won't be on the pod, uh, but uh, just wanted to give you a shout out. Though. That, that is an FBI joke. Correct. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing, uh, we'll have spring break. No show next week. No show. I know people are going to be disappointed. Um, but when we come back, uh, the final four will have taken place, and we will be on to Masters Week. It will be Masters Week, which is exciting. Golf, we mentioned it real quick last week. Tiger's back. He played well again this week. Uh, Rory absolutely just plays out of his mind. Uh, down the stretch, birdies five of the last six. And so big names, you know, DJ, Rory, Tiger, a little guy named Phil Mickelson at 47 years old. So. And, and, of course, I had to bring up this week is a, a World Golf Championship match play event. And since we're in the Final Four theme, I wanted to get my Final Four out there. Uh, in no particular order, uh, I like, like Dustin Johnson, Thomas Peters, Dylan Fratelli, uh, who literally no one has ever heard of, or Thomas Peters probably. And then Phil Mickelson, because I'm a homer. It's the essential. That's, a, that's basically like you picking Kentucky. Yeah. Is me taking Phil. And then I've got DJ over Phil in the finals. So, so uh, my only bugaboo about this is they don't play it out like a pure pure bracket format. They used they, to, yeah. Yeah, I know. And that, but guys would get ticked because, well, for a, a lot of reasons. But they go out to the desert when it was in Arizona. They'd play one match and then pack it up and they're done. Well, hey, so, hey, no. As, as Mr. Marvin here on the second floor likes to say, this ain't intramurals, brother. It's Division One In this case, it's, it's a World Golf Championship. But... Now that, yeah, they're guaranteed three in this pool play, which is pretty cool. Um, and literally just anything can happen, which is pretty enjoyable. But, yeah, I understand. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, so that's a wrap-up of local sports here. We'll get to our interviews now. Um, so enjoy our time uh, with girls' tennis and boys' and girls' track.
All right, welcome in to another episode of the Spring Sports Preview here. Um, this morning we have girls tennis in the building. Um, senior Alyssa Comerford. Hello, Alyssa. Hi. And senior Cassie Kiros. Hey. How's it going today? Good. All right, you guys are coming uh, into this new season. You guys are defending actually back-to-back -back sectional champs, um, which I know that hasn't been done uh, a lot here in girls tennis. Um, it's a big accomplishment. So uh, what what are you guys' roles this year? Uh, we can start with you, Alyssa, as a returning um, number three singles player. What's your role and what, where do you uh, look to step in this year? Um, this year I'll probably be playing one doubles, Jenna. So Jenna. Henry. Okay. So. Shout out, Jenna. Yeah. And Cassie? Um, this year will be my first year on varsity. I'll be playing two, dou two doubles with Anna Dianda. I'm really excited to be on varsity for the first time. Nice. Um, any other returners from the last year's sectional championship team? Um, Taya Forney. Okay, what's she play? She plays one single this year. Right. How about, uh, kind of touched on seniors returning, what about newcomers? Who can we look at the varsity level? Anybody new, aside from Cassie, obviously, in the, in the doubles um, arena? Anna, and then Jenna's new. Jenna Henry, yeah. And then Carly Jones. Yeah. And three singles, we don't have anyone yet. So. Up for grabs right now. Open competition. Three singles, that's a good problem to have, I think. Yeah. So that's, we pretty much just touched on the whole team then, I think, right? Yeah. Covered yeah. both. Two doubles teams, right? One and two singles, and then three singles will be open. So I know I don't know if it's been like this year in all all four years of your high school career, but I, I looked in the gym and you guys have like twenty five girls out. Looks like roughly. What's that like uh, at practice every day? Is a lot of competition. Um. Well, usually it's bigger. Last year we like the past two years we've had like thirty. Oh okay. But it just gets really crowded. Like <laughs> there's no room for anyone to hit, so we're just kind of standing there doing whatever. We have uh, a lot of course, though. So. Yeah, we, when yeah. we're outside, it's good, but when we're inside, oh, okay. it's yeah, way yeah. too packed. Yeah, which hopefully you won't be inside for too much longer, right? Yeah. How many, so about 25 or so kind of over the winter, how many here on the team currently? Do you keep everybody, all 25 on board? Well, he says he's cutting this year, but I doubt it. Yeah, okay. he usually doesn't. Yeah. All right. What about, um, there's, there's always a match. We've asked everybody here previewing spring sports when you guys look at that schedule who do you most look forward to playing either their arrival or you know maybe a team that you think is pretty good you kind of want to see how you stack up um i would say for me it'd be chesterton just because they're usually pretty good and i went against them my sophomore year but my junior year it was like a really close match and but we lost so this year i want to go back and definitely win I'd say Valpo because they're usually always really good, and whoever I play is always like a close match. And you guys have had the better, the upper hand on both of those teams the last two years, especially in the sectional. So, um, a lot of a lot of positive vibes coming into the year. Um, tournament wise, do you guys besides the sectional, you guys go to a couple tournaments here during the year. Um, I know tennis is a little different. A Hobart tournament and then a Zionsville tournament. Oh, so okay. that'll be the first one that we go to that's actually like really far away, not trip. in like the DAC. A little trip to Indy, yeah. yeah. It's a nice drive. Yeah. 65 is lovely this time of year. <laughs> we get to leave at 3.30 in the morning. 
oh. out there. So. Perfect. Maybe they'll take you somewhere nice to eat as a, as a reward, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple steak and shakes between <laughs> here in Zionsville, so you should be set. Um, I think we're uh, getting into the part of the show where we, we throw a few things at you. Yeah. Are we ready for that? Yeah, I think that we've talked enough. Have you guys talked enough about girls tennis right now? Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. good. All right. So let's hear it. Let's hear a little, little, little about about your guys' selves. Yeah. So uh, something we've been asking everybody. It's March, so we're trying to get a little bracket going, too, with a few of these. But what is your favorite school lunch? Mine's definitely the quesadilla. Mine's quesadilla, too. 10 out of 10. Wow. Any meat in there? Any protein? Or just is it cheese? Uh, I think it's chicken. Chicken. You think it's chicken? I don't know what it is. Oh, boy. It is described as chicken. Is there a protein in there? Yes. What is it? Undetermined. Um. We've asked a lot of the athletes here too. Coach Garrison um, is your guys tennis coach here. Um, do you have a favorite Coach Garrison saying? Could be funny. Um, probably believe. He like always texts it in all capital letters and be like, believe we can do it this year. Just believe. Mm -hmm. And then hmm. it says give an angle, get an angle, but that's not really funny. It just gets a little annoying, but yeah, he, this year he's been time. saying athletic position, which I don't really know what that is, but <laughs> I just crouched down. Yeah. Okay, you so you have the same response when we say that in golf, like be, be an athlete. And like, what, what do you I think it kind of just means like, don't fall up. Don't look like you're going to fall over. Right. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Wind can't keep, blow keep you that over here. There you I go. Will. There's some, there's some advice. Look don't look like you're going to fall over. Um, if you guys could have walkout music, so like big event, they're going to announce your name, they're going to play some music, what is your walkout song? Um, mine would be Stun Ain't Nothing by Gucci <laughs> Mane. Of course. My favorite rapper. Is that Stuntin' Ain't, ain't nothing, nothing or Stun' like, Stun' Ain't oh, okay, Nothing. Okay, okay. Who else is featured on that song other than Gucci <laughs> Mane? Um, like, at the top of my head, honestly, Less I don't than know. three people? Just one person. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it's a fun rap game. Mine would probably, I don't even have one song, but I'd walk out to Britney Spears because I listen to her before every match. All right. Wow. Here we Old go. Britney, new Britney, oh. all Britney. Old, old, yeah. It's Britney. Yep. Before she got kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At Britney. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. And we were kind of talking before, so we figured we'd add this one um, into the list here. You guys were talking about Steak and Shake and your love for Steak and Shake, as it's gotten one mention already here. Yeah. What is your go-to Steak and Shake order? Um, mine is chicken fingers with fries and then water with lemon and then <laughs> oh, we're going the whole way um, here. ranch and then a cup of cheese for my fries. You're going to wash it down with the milkshake at the end, maybe? Um, if I do get a shake, it's usually cookie dough or the side-by-side -side strawberry and banana. Strawberry That's banana the side-by-side. I just get a burger with some fries and a Butterfinger milkshake. Plain burger? Well, no. Ketchup, pickles, and lettuce. No cheese? No cheese. I don't like cheese. Okay. Mr. Morola, I don't know about you. Are you guys ever had the Frisco Melt? Frisco Melt guy myself. No. Oh, Brie Frable always gets that. I'm like, what is that? What is Give that? it a try. Yeah, it's, it's magic. Yeah, it's, it is magic. It's, it's really good. One time recently. This, this segment, by the way, brought to you by Steak and Shake. <laughs> I don't know their motto, I would say. Uh, I went there because I'm like, oh, let's get some dinner. I got Steak and Shake for dinner as an adult, which is rock bottom, I think. <laughs> uh, and then I brought it home, and it was really disappointing. So Thank you enjoy it while you there. can because yeah. I don't know if your palate – my palate's not more refined. But um, just was just – I don't know. just wasn't doing it for me. 
every now and again. All right, guys, good luck this year. Thanks for coming in and taking the time to, to sit down on the pod. Um, and hopefully everybody go check out a match this year, right? We want the super fans to come out. Yeah, definitely. Just like golf, costs no money to get in, right? Yep. Nope, free, free. Good. All right, good luck right. this year. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right, and to wrap up our spring sports preview, uh, we are pleased to have on Coach Matt Hills with us today. Uh, he is a boys and girls jumps coach for the track team. All right, welcome in today, Coach. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Morning, Coach Hills. Thanks for Good joining morning. us here in Studio West. Um, can you take us through some of the athletes to look forward to this spring on both the boys and the girls' side? Just kind of run the gamut. All the different track events. Um, Who are going to be hearing a lot from this spring? Some guys that have had some success in the past in the sprints. Uh, definitely Greg Millage and Angel Sanchez. Some up-and-comers um, in Trey Seaven and Zach Warchus. Uh, who are a junior and a sophomore. Uh, Trey has also come quite a long way in the hurdles. He qualified for HSR this Saturday, which is hosted in Bloomington. Um, and it's the top 24 athletes in each event for that meet. So currently, he is the top 24 60-meter uh, hurdler in the state. The top? No, no. He is in, in, in the, the top. top yes, okay. yes. Um, anybody else going down to that meet? Um Guys-wise, stick with the guys here first. I am not sure if our 4 by 2 qualified, but I know the ladies 4 by 2 did qualify. And that may be the only event that the ladies uh, qualified in. So we have Trey in the hurdles, and I believe we do have the guys 4 by 2 um, Bondin may have qualified in the pole vault. Okay. Yeah, really I sure was talking that. to him in class yesterday. I believe he did. So. Um, had a couple lady jumpers get pretty close. They needed to jump 5-2, and they both jumped 5 foot. So... On the verge of greatness here. Yeah. We're making progress, right? Yeah, definitely. Probably what this time is all about for you guys. Yeah. We've kind of concluded our indoor season, moving more towards outdoor. So we'll start training pretty hard again um, since we won't have a meet for another couple of weeks. Yeah. Girls wise, a um, couple names you want to drop on us. I, I know last year it was a struggle. Victoria um, in the field events shot and discus kind of carried. That team, but it seems like, uh, you know, walking through the field house, a lot more girls out this year, um, a lot more athletic looking girls uh, on the team, especially. We got a shot in the arm from the girls' basketball team um, in girls like Jaden Lowe and Trelicia Lacey, um, <clears throat> Diamond Howell, um, Annalise Franklin, Jordan Barnes, all those ladies are pretty good athletes, and we're happy to have them out for the team. Uh, all really nice young ladies too, which is even better. So yeah. fun to be around, fun to coach. Yeah, yeah. definitely um, makes you pull for them a little bit more when when they're a nice kid and you want them to succeed. Really nice of the basketball coaches too to allow them to play multiple. Hey, we, we promote, sports. we definitely promote multi sport. Um, I think it helps everybody all the way around. Yeah, for sure. Uh, field event wise, do we have anybody coming back or uh, any names to look out for? Shot maybe uh, in discus. I know Coach Harshie usually has a strong, strong pool of athletes there. On the guys' end and the throws, we have some guys coming back with Humberto Morales and Brandon English. Uh, on the girls' side, I'm not sure we have a returning thrower, okay. um, but you know Coach Harshie will get some of those girls into shape and they'll be chucking it by the end of the year. Yes, he sure does. Um, as far as other field events. 
Lacey is back in the long jump. She hit her PR uh, last week of 15-7, which is good. like to see her get over 16 feet, and you can really start scoring some points, maybe have potential to advance in the postseason, at least to the regional. Well, wrap, wrapping up here, we've been asking, uh, when we have student athletes in, we've been asking sort of, like, what's your favorite school lunch? I'm sure you've heard, you listen to the show. But um, I was curious, what's your go-to order before noon at Taco Bell? Well, it depends on if I'm catering for Mr. Smock as well, but usually I go with uh, anywhere between 1 and 4 a.m. crunch wraps, uh, multiple hash browns to grease up the grease up the bag so that it becomes transparent. <laughs> Which um, is how you know it's healthy. That's mm -hmm. it's and then anywhere between two and five cups of coffee. Wow. <laughs> and that's what fuels Coach Hill. <laughs> I, I don't know if many people know about, I don't see, we see a lot of kids walk in uh, with Dunkin' Donuts, with McDonald's. No kids walk in with, with Taco Bell, yeah, and I right. think they really are missing out. Under Underutilized, probably, in the, in the, back, in the breakfast spectrum. Yeah. I would definitely agree. Really, 24 hours a day, Taco Bell is where it's at, I think. Uh, but that's school lunch-wise. Mr. Hills, are you a school lunch eater here? I do eat school lunch. In fact, they're the only vegetables I eat on a daily basis. <laughs> What's your favorite school, school lunch? lunch? What do you mm. look for the most? A good friend of mine told you that he really enjoyed pizza. The school pizza, is that true? Uh, the pizza on Friday is pretty solid, usually. It's all right. It's always cheese, though. Yeah. Throw some pepperoni on there and be a happy camper. Well, so. we'll try to be. But um, I don't know. Um, what is it? Some type of chicken sandwich is pretty good. Can't remember what Firehouse? That uh, that's been picked before, yeah. I'm not sure. Is that what it's called? Got a little bacon uh, on it? Yeah. 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 That's not bad. That's chicken sandwich. All right. Well, Coach Hills, hey, thanks talking for having me. girls and boys track with yeah. us this morning over on the west side. Appreciate your time, Coach. Good luck. Good luck this season. Appreciate it, fellas. All right. Again, thanks to everybody who sat down with us in studio for our second part of the spring sports preview. We are taking a week hiatus again. I want to throw that out there. We're taking spring break off. There will not be a new pod next week, but we will be back in your feed come that first week of April when we get back in here uh, to PHS. And there's only eight weeks left. The weather should be good. This is the first day of spring looking outside and it looks sunny. It's probably like 34 degrees, but at any rate, uh, we'll see you in April. Have a great spring break, everybody. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Big Red Show PHS, and we will see you in April.